Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Welcome back. It's actually Monday this time that this is airing. It's shocking. I'm, I'm on time this week, but uh, coming back from vacation last week. So I appreciate all the patience and waiting until I, I said I would get it up on like Tuesday. That was very uh, ambitious of me. I think it finally went up on Thursday, but this week, Monday, we're back. Uh, and as you can see, a new guest, Clarissa, has joined us this week. Very happy to have you. Very excited to talk to you about what's going on in, in your world. So I appreciate so much you you taking the time to join us for this week. Of course. So um, for me this week, I know last week, a lot of my goals were focused on catching up. A lot of my motivators were just kind of still riding that high on vacation. So now that we're a week and a half removed from that, the, the vacation, the honeymoon phase is kind of over and it's back to the grind fully. So different things motivating me for the week. Uh, first one is uh, once we go on these trips, usually like leading up to it and then after, I usually take a few weeks before and after to just kind of like chill. Uh, so this coming week is going to be the catch up with family weekend. So we're going to see my folks uh, and my sister for a bit just so my daughter can regale everyone with the tales of Disneyland and tell them a million times how she cried on the Little Mermaid ride and about all the characters she met. So that's a big motivator, just getting to, to spend that time with them, letting her kind of relive those moments. Um, as you know from watching the show, I am a Philly season ticket holder. I do have a game this weekend, so that's kind of motivating as well to, to come up on that. Uh, and then the final thing I've, I've mentioned before, the, the books aspect and trying to read a book a week. And so over the, the flights to and from Los Angeles, from Baltimore, I got to, to knock out a few books. I'm, I'm caught up a little bit on my goal of one book a week. So I'm still making progress on that. So uh, that's the other thing motivating me is like that hour before I go to sleep. It's just reading a, a few chapters, pages, et cetera, and, and knocking out more of that. So in terms of goals for the week itself, um, with this being a full week back at work, the, the main focus is going to be on the interview side of things, getting that back back in action. Um, and then beyond that, getting back into my routine of posting on LinkedIn, I try to do like three posts a week. It's been spotty the last couple of weeks because of the vacation and, and me not wanting to like cram too much within too short of time. So Getting back into the flow would be the overall goal for the week uh, on LinkedIn. And then a, a win from the week before, even though it was a short week, three days, Wednesday through Friday, I was able to get four offers out. So uh, that was still a, a productive week. So it was nice to come back from vacation and get four offers out right off the bat and kind of lessen the load on, on the plate here. So that's what's going on for, for me this week. Clarissa, what's going on in your world for the week? What kind of rules do you recruit for? So it, it'll vary. It's usually kind of uh, depending on the plants and needs. So it's anything from like shift supervisors, plant managers, up to any type of office positions, our customer service, our, our warehouses and, and everything in between. So last week we were kind of a very bad between a couple shift supervisors and then uh, some of our clerical roles. That's great. Um, so three things motivating me for the week. Uh, the first one is definitely my team. We just brought on two new members. One is fairly new this quarter and definitely bring them in because I was kind of a, a one-woman show for a while and we're trying to build our team. And it's just really inspiring to have people come in, you know, with that new energy and new ideas and, you know, to really do a good job. And it's always good for me to see 
them coming in. I'm not often motivated, you know, by personal growth. It's hard for me to do things for myself. And so it's always good for me to see kind of them and what they want. And so that's always very motivating for me. And definitely just kind of the life that I want to have. And so when I move throughout the week and I move throughout, you know, why am I doing this? I always have very long-term goals about, well, I want to do this because I want this kind of growth in my own self. And I want to be able to get to here. And I'm not going to be able to do that if I don't put in the work at this stage. So that's also something that I'm always thinking about. And then definitely just trusting the process, just trusting the process of interviews and submissions and getting girls in, kind of the cycles of things that, you know, as long as you're putting in the work and doing things consistently, that things will be finalized and come at that point. So definitely those are my three things for the week. And then two goals for the week. I'm trying to get better organized. I actually just moved to this apartment. I just moved to Savannah. And so just getting everything organized and getting back settled in, I've been working from kind of, uh, you know, just a transitional <laughs> place for a little bit. And so it's hard when you don't really have your own space to really work the way that you want to. And so um, that's definitely me this week. And then uh, kind of like you said, getting back into content creation, because yeah, I have a pretty large TikTok following, you know, I just started a new TikTok account actually. And then um, just really getting back in the swing of posting on LinkedIn, kind of like I said, when you're transitioning, it's very, very hard to focus on content creation because content creation comes when you're able to sit and kind of think about what you want to post, you know, um, especially with LinkedIn, the posts are so long. <laughs> it's hard to get into, you know, what you want to say. So definitely getting back in content creation is going to be big for me. And then when I'm celebrating, we are making great progress on our quarter goals. So a lot of our roles that we have, they take quite a while. You know, we have people interviewing for three or four weeks, you know, and they're very specific roles with very high level positions. And so it's good to see that uh, when we make a quarter goal that we are already making progress on getting it completed. And so that's a win that I'm celebrating this week. We did have three people interview interviewing it at the pipeline and all of those people are moving forward so it's really great to see that they're you know making progress as well yeah absolutely absolutely it's a fantastic win to be celebrating now uh when i reached out to you i know you and i are, had kind of a similar path that started in education and transitioned into recruiting and um we're both part of the same group but i'm sure you've seen that's kind of a, a popular transition a lot of educators are trying to make into recruiting so you know was it similar to me where it just kind of you fell into it or was that the, the plan when you first said I'm transitioning out of education that, that recruiting was what you wanted to focus on? I considered a couple different job roles. Recruiting really became my focus after I had considered several different options and I think a lot of that was because when I got on LinkedIn recruiters were kind of making content that I felt like I really related to and it seemed like I had a similar personality to the recruiters that were creating content, but really like the community. And so that's kind of where I felt like I fell in, you know, and I was really attracted to just kind of, you know, the idea of helping people, helping people make career moves and, you know, really being the point of contact for people that are in the interview process. I mean, I'm just a people person. And so I did kind of consider a couple other options, but I don't think I really applied to necessarily jobs outside of recruiting. Okay, so one of the things I like to ask uh, any transition teacher that, that is now in recruiting that joins the show is because it's, it's something that a lot of teachers make looking to make the transition ask me all the time. So I like to kind of get that perspective from from others as well. So what are some of the skills that you had as an educator that you felt really prepared you to be a, a successful recruiter? I would definitely 
say the communication skills, just being able to communicate with a lot of different kinds of people. Definitely, um, you know, it taught me to be very assertive. I, <laughs> I think is the best way to say that. Just really direct and say like, this is what I need from you. You know, I need this to happen and moving forward and just kind of the way to communicate that in a way that gets your point across without being rude. You know, just professional communication, I think is a lot of that kind of development. And then also just a way to really build a community and really build and bring people together. I think it's a lot of what we do as educators. So I definitely say those are some transferable skills. Okay, and then last question is kind of the other boilerplate one I like to throw out to our transitioned educators. You know, what advice would you give to the other teachers that are still trying to make that transition, not necessarily into recruiting overall, but just into a new field in general? You know, what was some advice that you got when you were in the, your transition that, that you feel helped? My main message to teachers always in my in my content anything that i tell them whenever they're talking to me is there's no short path to a tech job role there's just not it's going to take a couple months it's gonna, it could take up to three months you know or even i've heard people take six months to of just you have to learn the new skill first you have to pre-train yourself you have to do that first and then you can start applying and talking with people and networking networking's huge and then you can really start in interviewing and things like that, you have to trust the process. You have to keep putting in work. You have to keep networking. You can't do it for a month and take your teacher resume and just start applying places one week and someone's going to take you, you know, because, you know, unlike kind of the environment that you've been in previously where you were in college or maybe you were in education, companies need someone that's going to be an asset to them. They don't really owe you a chance. You know what I mean? And I know that that's harsh. But it's just, it's the truth. They need to know that you're going to help them grow. I'm sorry, my dog is just oh. trying to come up and stuff. This is But, um, you know, just uh, you have to trust the process. You have to put in the work. I probably put in about 20 hours a week when I was trying to transition as a teacher. I put in those hours training myself. I put in those hours reaching out and even want because I wanted the interview process to see kind of what an interview for a recruiter was going to be like, you know, even though I knew I wasn't going to relocate to wherever the job role was, I, I wanted to see what questions they were going to ask, you know, and then when I got into my real interviews, I was more prepared. So you, you have to put in the work. It's not just going to happen because you're sending out a hundred applications with just the resume that you used to get your last teaching job. It's hard. And a lot of people really appreciate that honesty because there's so many career coaches out there on LinkedIn right now. Everyone's a career coach. Okay. And they want to tell you, they want to tell you, you know, oh, if you pay me $600, I can get you a six figure tech job role next week. Right. And, and you know, we're, we're, we're recruiters. We know that that's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. it, it's just not. Um, you know, you can't just take a course and the next week you've got, you know, $600,000. It's just not going to happen. And, this, and ultimately you're going to end up without that money and no job. So if there's just no short path. You have to put in the work. And I, I literally had someone message me this week that was like, thank you so much for telling me that. I just got a job last week. I've been working on it for three to four months. I'm starting my remote job in tech. 
you know, thank you for being honest about what this process is because so many of my friends dropped out and now they have to start start school back this week. Right. Stuff like that. I mean, it just you have to put in the time because it's it's not easy. And, and there's so many people on LinkedIn that tell you, "Oh, it's easy. I did it in two months. I can teach you how to too." You know, if you sign up for my whatever. But it, it's not. You know. So I mean, that's that's really message with my content. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. No quick fixes, unfortunately. That would be nice. That's the dream, but not the reality. Um, so. Uh, Clarissa, thank you so much for jumping on here with me. I, I appreciate you taking the time on, on a Friday to, to record this and to kind of talk about your path and your journey. Uh, make sure that you're connecting with Clarissa. It looks like your banner has all your information for the, the Snapchat too. So make sure you're you're following along on all social media platforms as Snapchat. well. <laughs> TikTok and Instagram, I have on my... Okay, gotcha. All right. <laughs> <laughs> dated technology um so that's it from us this week uh we will talk to you next monday have a great rest of your week and maximize that monday